girl, what you wanna talk about today? All of my girls to talk. Like a lot. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've never been at the spot before. But, um, uh, and there's another place called the spot that, you know, the, the lady you know owns. Not me. Go to the spot. You go to the spot. But you But right. every time they told me about the spot, I kept thinking about the one that's attached to the, the gas station. That mm-hmm. spot. And it was like, no, that's not it. So that's where we went Saturday. And I was like, this is fun. I liked it. Yeah. And I was, I was pretty, pretty drunk, but I knew my limit. So I stopped at a certain point, but it's just crazy that I was so aware of what was going on. Like we were driving. I said, yo, go to the gas station and get me a cup. He said, you should. I said, get me a cup <laughs> the whole time. Y'all, I filled that whole cup up. Well, you had to pee. No, I threw up in the cup. <laughs> and I, he had to throw it away. But I was literally sitting there. I was like, he's like, you, you good? I said, we good. You got the cup. And he got a medium size. And I just sitting there, just let it out. Let it out. Like, he said, you good? I said, I'm good. He threw it away. And I was like, yo, the fact that I was that conscious. Because what if I just threw up everywhere? But yeah. I just knew myself. I'm like, just in case, just get it. And now he took care of me. I was like, yo, this is. This is bad. I haven't thrown up in a long time. Dang. Right. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? No, no. You was lit. It was Shanita fun. was lit. And it was fun. really, the only time I ever see Shanita be lit <laughs> when Amber there. Right. For real. Like, sip. Shanita. <laughs> Amber gets Shanita out. She be dancing. She's like, <laughs> right. she be. <laughs> now, this, now, now, look. Like, she was turned. I was like, she was laughing. I said, I just want Shanita. You just keep laughing. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was having fun. I was just trying yes. to enjoy myself. No, it was right. great. It mm-hmm. was great. But it's like like I said, it, it depends also on like the vibe. From the get go, the was vibe was good. It was a great vibe. We it was a good pregame and we got there and the music was just hitting it. I was like, oh, and I'm feeling myself. I like the way I was looking, you know. I was yes. like, it was it was it, I had a fun time. Mm-hmm. I had a fun time. Shout her cute uh my jacket. Cardigan mm-hmm. jacket. Yes. yes. So I love that thing. It's so cute. I know. I want to get another color. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, but that's what made me think about it. It's like, that's probably why I had so much fun because the way the music was. And then like what we've been doing at work is we've been playing like that old school type, that uh, mm. 90s and early 2000s. Like just making you think of like how it was and what you were doing when that song came out and all the music. When it came out with music back then, there was a dance to it. You know right. what I mean? It was... Now that type of, now the music now is so vibing, like you're swaying, like yeah. there's nothing, mm, it's it's not the same. No, the music now, I feel like it's like mm, low vibrational music. It's like, it really, especially like really like the new music, it doesn't make you feel like you want to dance. It's more like a, like it's more of a smoke vibe. I mm-hmm. don't know. Like just, I don't know what it is, yeah. but it ain't like something you want to party to. Like back in the day, talk about having a good time drinking. This is how... I mean, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, no, it's real. different. It's, different. It, it's definitely a different vibe. Right. Yeah. So do y'all, um, so how would y'all like, how would y'all like rate like the, the club scene then to now? Cause you know, back then it was like a club scene, like no sections, no bottle type service was like that. Well, you was like VIP if you had it. There was probably a, a few, but now it's like most of the clubs are lounges you know, outside the city, not even outside the cities, a lot in the city do are like that. So how do y'all feel about how the club is uh, transitioned to now where it's just, you have to buy a section sometimes? I don't like that shit. (laughs) Yeah. Personally, I don't like it. I feel like, um, there should still be a section for people that don't want to buy, uh, that don't want to buy a section, but don't look lame. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? It should be like a dance floor, or like a regular, yeah. like just a at, like a regular place. People can come and stand, and then mm-hmm. if you want to get a section, you can. But it's like you can still be in a club without having a section, you mm-hmm. know. And I think like I mean I've even seen memes going around. People talking about like Atlanta prices are just so high compared to other places when it comes to going out. You paying so much money for parking, you got to pay to get in there. Then you got to pay for the section, like, and then sometimes the the prices on the drinks and the hookah, all that shit's tax on that so it's just be like damn you can't even go out for real for real without spending a whole bunch of money you know yeah especially if you don't want to go out with a whole bunch of people let's say that like what if you want to go out with two or three people you know you gotta pay a thousand dollars something like you know what i'm saying unless you mm-hmm. get to the bar early and that should be packed <laughs> yeah and then i'm just trying to stand up though i want to at least have an option to sit down like no that's true that's <laughs> true and but that's the thing though like back then we weren't even thinking about sitting down Nah, we wasn't. You was, we you, yeah, you was going out to like, oh, we're going to dance all night, hair sweating out. But like now it's, uh, I can't be on my feet for too long. These heels don't feel the same. Maybe it's the weight. The weight's different. <laughs> my heels can't carry the weight the same. I don't know. It's just different. You're right. Mm-hmm. What about you, Amber? You don't like that shit either, though. The whole section thing? No. Yeah. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. And everybody's prices, like you said, all over the place. Like mm-hmm. when we went to Ace, because it was, I guess maybe it was a fight night thing too. There, that one table there, they said they wanted seven fifty for. I said a table? Mm-hmm. No, we're not. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna get what one bottle for that? No, that's not happening. Crazy. Mm-mm. And um, the other thing that's going around was somebody. It was a post that said I. I was I really wearing my I forgot what brand it was but I said was I really wearing these club outfits in this weather I do feel like the weather's kind of different but also we were talking about how like because you're going you you're thinking about with how you know getting hot in the club mm-hmm. not the weather outside because mm-hmm. when you come out the club the weather feels good but you're like why would I wear all this clothes when I'm about to sweat it out anyway I never even thought of that like being hot in the club but you really do <laughs> you get hot in the club fucking mm-hmm. there yeah, and then, yeah but now I be thinking about the outside yes Mm-hmm. No, I feel you. I'm like, oh, I need to put some sleeves on, some mm-hmm. pants on, you know, dress more for the weather. So when I come out, because back in, I was still cold back then. I just didn't care. We didn't care. Yeah. I think mini dresses were more of a thing then. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mini dress girl anymore. You know, like I don't just wear like mini dresses like that. So mm-hmm. it's like, if I'm gonna put on a dress, my husband gonna come down here, put on some leggings. Yeah, you wanna be more comfortable. You don't worry about pulling your dress down all the fucking right. time. Mm-hmm. You know, now we a little bit thicker, so you know you really gotta keep pulling that shit down. Mm-hmm. No, because yeah, then I <laughs> I was wearing some skirts too, but it was just it was just different. I don't know, maybe because it was around the college scene and stuff. But even when I was um going out on Edgewood and stuff. I was wearing shit like that too. Yeah, but the department store was hot. It okay? was. It so was hot. Fun. It was no air conditioning in there, but it was hot in there. I used to know the person that owned the club. He would let me in through the back door. Oh wow! Swear, like I used to call him. Oh, the, the door, door that's by the stairs mm-hmm. to go upstairs. Okay, mm-hmm. I know you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I the door. He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. he's like, you know, <laughs> yep. Me and my friends. Okay, because the line be long <laughs> right. for no reason, but it it'd be packed be. in there. Mm-hmm. It really do, and then you have to like wait to try to go upstairs. Right. It was just a lot. And the other thing, like, uh, that we were reminiscing about was how there wasn't food in the club. You had to, like, get food afterwards. And that was, like, a big thing. It's like, oh, let's go to Waffle House. Let's go here. Let's go to Steak Shake. Let's grab some food. Mm -hmm. It was just another thing to do when the club, the whole club scene ended. Now it's like, you get your food at the club. Right. I mean, especially when you're younger, if you go to like the high school, freshman year, it's not no kitchen in there. But also, mm-hmm. I went to school in Savannah, so it's a big bar culture there. Like, it's only bars. So mm-hmm. you, and then a lot of them, sometimes they don't even have food. You just go in there. It's just drinks, music. That's it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they got like a little game section, but there is no food there. So it's just like, we not doing that, but we are going to go eat afterwards. Or oh, I'm going to stop at Taco Bell. Yeah, Something. when at Taco Bell. We, oh my yeah. gosh! Because when it was in college, we went to um, there was a Sonic that was open twenty four seven there, and then there was um, there was like this hookah spot 
that was next to um, where I stayed at. And they were open pretty late to like four in the morning. I would go get me some pasta or something. But there really wasn't like a lot of things open so you can eat. And when I when I was up here, we, Waffle House was just the spot to go to. It is. It's, it was. No. no. Waffle House not as good no more. No, I haven't been it in a minute. It don't hit me the same. But I get a sandwich <laughs> when I go there, so uh, I get, a, you get a yeah. I get a. I forgot. I get like a okay. What you get when you go to Waffle House? When I go there. I normally get the um. What is it? The bacon. Philly cheesesteak milk or something like that. So you get a sandwich too. Yeah, with the hash browns. And I just don't. I, I mean, the waffles so big. I don't eat waffles like that anyway. What? Yeah. I normally used to get an all star, but what now I since I do that, when I do, it, yeah, yeah, give me a sandwich and some hash browns. I don't ever finish the whole waffle, but that's why I'm getting get that bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, we gotta get a waffle. It's like, I don't want it. I don't. Want it. I don't think I've ever. I don't, promise you, I don't think I've ever ordered. A waffle at Waffle House. Oh, you're missing out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> to me, they have the best waffles. They're not crispy ever, or nothing. They're really good. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever ordered one at Waffle House. How many so times good. I've been there? Yeah, I don't think I've ever did that. Everyone else does though. I'm like, okay, that's the thing, but mm-hmm. not me. I just know I'm not gonna finish it, and I don't want to waste my food. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you, you know you. You know you. Yes, yeah, so I don't want to do it. Um. Do y'all think it's a difference between like pre gaming then and pre gaming now? Pre-gaming then, pre-gaming now. Um, not really. I feel like I pre-game the same way. We have music. People going to be taking shots. Mm-hmm. You might play a little bit of games before you go. That's it. The same mm-hmm. thing if I'm pre-gaming now, I'm going to go to somebody's house. We're going to go. Or maybe sometimes. No, most of them would be taking shots at home, playing music, then get ready to go. Mm-hmm. How about you? I don't know. I feel like I felt like pregame was a lot shorter. Like the pregame was a lot shorter back then. Like it really was like music. Take a couple shots, y'all ready? Let's go. Now it's like pregame be like a whole nother party. Yeah, it is. A before you go out, if y'all don't get shots out the door, <laughs> you're gonna be stuck right. there all night. But yeah, I just I don't know. I'm trying. I'm really trying to think if we even pregame like that because the good thing, the best thing about being a girl is. Just being able to get in the clubs that guys can't get into unless they're of age. Yeah. So, like, we'll be eight. We were 18. Well, I was. I think a few of them was a little older, but we weren't 21 yet. And we began wristbands and stuff. So, we already getting free drinks. And I also think pregame is different because when you're younger, you're really pregaming with your girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you are. you're getting dressed. Mm-hmm. I'm taking shots. Great. You took a shot. It yet. was a whole like, thing. It's yeah. a whole vibe with us just pregaming together. So, it's, we not even. We might go to the guy's house when we show up. It's time to go, you know. Yeah. But when we're pre-gaming with, I guess, yeah, you you really with your friends. You like, okay, da da, you twerking in the mirror. Get, yeah, hey, you want to get a shot, girl? Let's <laughs> go get it. <laughs> no, that's how it was. No, no, for no. Pre-game real. was it was like you was drinking while you was getting yeah. ready. You yeah. know, it was like shots. Okay, let me do my hair, mm-hmm. do my makeup, take another one. Like that's really what it was. Right. So when you ready, you ready to go. Yeah. We didn't spend too much time. Um, in the house that long before we went out. Or, and it was like multiple moves. Like, you start where you at, blah, blah, blah. Then you might go to somebody else's place that's on campus. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then after that, you go to somebody else's place. You just hopping around from party to party because people all have their own little kickbacks. More, it yeah. was called a kickback. Kickback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we don't, we don't, <laughs> shit. We don't do that like anymore. Nobody no does kickbacks. Kick- yeah. Does that was. exist anymore? What do the, the, the kids call it now? All <laughs> right. Feel. Yeah, we don't do kickbacks no more. So we will be getting, dr- we will be drinking and stuff, but we will also go in more people's house and we just kept going around. Like, yeah. it wasn't even a club all the no, time. No, it was just kickbacks. It's kickback. <laughs> like, oh yeah, we're going to this kickback. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit this kickback before we go to the club. <laughs> yep, that's what it was. That's and a kick kat. Not mm-hmm. the kick. <laughs> <laughs> the kick <Kit-Kat. laughs> The kickback used to be so fun. It was fun. Because somebody always, just the alcohol is just crazy. There's so much alcohol. Yeah. There's people talking in the kitchen. You meet somebody. You walk through. It's like a whole Mm -hmm. vibe. Like, Mm -hmm. that shit is so fucking fun. Like, somebody on a space table. Yeah, it wasn't like people just sitting. It was like something was going on. Everybody was up and doing something. Like, it was a lot of fun playing Mm -hmm. games. Yeah, no. That's part. That was like when we first. That's when I first played uh, Ring of Fire, and I was like, "This shit get people fucked." Circle of Death, the <laughs> yeah. Ring of Fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. they people get fucked up off that game. No, 
I think I played that game a total maybe of five times <laughs> in my life because I already know mm-hmm. when you pull this shit out, it's about to be- yeah. Mm-mm. And then we really used to have like, see, it got lazier as I got older. The circle again, but we just had a shit. Mm-hmm. In the middle, different liquors, like cups, like it was like intense, more mm-hmm. intense. But I was like, okay, put some cards, pull. You got to take a shot, guys. Like it, it was, it's different. Yeah, and, and he was really like thumbs up, Da-da-da. whatever the fuck the shit said. Mm-hmm. Like damn, and it's all to me. Honestly, it's one of the easiest games to learn. Like if you've never played before, you're gonna learn it within the first round. Right, like it's fun. really, really easy. No, it was very fun. Now we just like, oh, let's have a game night or. I don't know. We I don't think we ever say kickbacks no more when we invite people over. We say like, oh, yeah, I'm having a party at my house or a get together. But we don't use the word kickback anymore. Because we have, I mean, kickback still has its essence. I think it's like yeah. a real vibe. Yeah. Like, you got to really like cut the lights. You got to <laughs> have that shit right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's how Red it lights. was. Yeah, it was nice. Hey. You can't have no furniture. <laughs> you can't have no furniture. Barely no furniture. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. It's at the trap house. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It was. Mm-hmm. No, it was a lot of kickbacks at the trap house. Mm, no, she was. lying. It was. No, that's was some bachelor right. with no nothing. With nothing, just throwing parties in there. Yeah, bitch. like that was some good time. I remember his roommate used to throw parties and shit. Mm. Let me tell you, once time we 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 left, we went somewhere, came back to the house. This shit was so crazy, y'all. The damn th- the fucking house was jumping. Wait, what? I swear to God. The house? Like, the floors was just like, mm. it was so, and it was like a girl in there, and she was hyping the whole, if you in this motherfucker, say hell. It was crazy. <laughs> like, oh my God, I wish he was here so I could clarify this. It was so crazy. You it can was, always phone a friend. Bruh. <laughs> man. He, 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 he on a flight. Dang it. <laughs> he on a flight. But he not he not on the phone. Y'all can't call him right now. Damn. But damn, damn. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. crazy. I remember um we it wasn't it was my boyfriend at the time and they had like a house party and the thing about their party this is crazy because I had recently just had like people over there for my birthday. We had like a barbecue, no issues, no neighbors complain, no police, nothing. Every time they throw the party it's always something. And they they were renting a house in like a fucking like white suburban neighborhood in Lawrenceville. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, but yeah. it was like crazy parties. And I remember one time the police pulled up. Everybody had to be quiet. And I'm in the room and I can hear the police at the door saying that I know people are here and I smell weed in here. So make sure everybody get out or somebody's going to go to jail tonight. Mm. I was like, yo, what the fuck? I said, y'all need to shut. I told y'all to shut this shit down. Like, y'all, these people don't know how to act. And it was like, con- <laughs> they, the neighbors walking, walking down the street, there's condoms in the street and oh shit. My God. It was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was, their parties used to be crazy. You know, if you had a party on campus, right? Mm-hmm. You have weed or something in the room mm-hmm. or liquor. Like, I've been in places where the police from the campus come somebody gotta take the fall for that shit yep mm-hmm. and if they don't like then so somebody goes and it's been times like i've been in shit and a nigga like really probably wasn't even from there but we know like we was in college and stuff will literally take the fall for the weed and the liquor yep because we ain't supposed to have that shit no and it would just be crazy but they would literally storm in there like you on mm-hmm. a drug bust or some shit because like, somebody but somebody says something Cause I I've witnessed that I lived off campus, but I witnessed somebody take the fall for all the stuff that was in that place, that and they had to get crazy. kicked out of school for mm-hmm. that. And it's like, yeah, they took they took the fall for everything. I'm like, yo, I would not take the fall for shit. If I'm going out, all y'all going out with me. Mm-hmm. But that was I was like, I tell y'all, shouldn't be smoking in here. Like somebody's yeah. like, I mean, yeah, I don't want to take the fall. Yeah, that, but that's I was like. Lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, y'all know. That's like, and the, the, the off-campus houses were so close by, you know, mm-hmm. so they could really smoke anywhere. But right. I get it. If you're staying there, you're gonna find some way to do it. But mm-hmm. nah, it's like, yeah, I've seen that. That's there. They crazy. really bust in and they check everything. Mm-hmm. That's just crazy. Oh my god, <laughs> drug bust. <laughs> right. I've witnessed too many of those. Oh gosh. All right. Chain. Oh, did I think of anything? Oh, yeah. Last thing I want to talk about the club and stuff um, before we get into other topics. The drinks that we were drinking then versus now. 
I remember drinking like hypnotic. Um, what else are we drinking? Definitely was drinking fucking four locos. That shit was fucking like (laughs) wave alcohol. Period. Anything wave. E and J. Flavor. Fucking vodka. Smirnoff. We used to be drinking so much shit. Yeah, I used to drink Smirnoff ice. You can whatever you can get your hands on. Right, you right. We couldn't go into liquor. It was just easier to get at a gas station. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> yeah, like, no, that was terrible. Now, if I smelt half of the liquor that I drank, I would throw the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I just got a That shit is so fucking nasty. Like, mm-hmm. ew. <laughs> no, I was like, damn, we drank that. Like, if when I see, see somebody... When I saw... I think when I did see it when I was going when I was going to the liquor store. I'm like, damn, I used to drink that shit. No, so if we're local, it's like you're guaranteed gonna throw up. Yeah. Like it's if you drink this, you're gonna throw up. Like we drank that in uh Panama. Shit, Panama you're gonna throw up and it's, I mean, I don't know about some people I have a I have a friend, she cannot throw up for nothing. Like nothing. Like and if, if she does, no, I'm gonna say nothing. She has thrown up a few times. <laughs> but not a lot. Yeah. Okay, and when she does, it's like the worst thing ever. She hates throat. She has she had how it look, how it smell, everything about it. So she's not gonna do it. Me, I'm gonna throw that shit the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, as soon as my stomach start hurting, yeah. I'm about to go throw up. Like, cause that shit make you sick as fuck. Like, just oh my god. Like, I don't know if y'all used to drink like mm. as much as I used to drink in college, but it would be crazy. And like you, like your stomach is fucking hurting. Like, yeah, crazy as fuck. Like. And throwing up was normal. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh yeah, I threw up last night. It's like, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah, did I? <laughs> I told y'all the time I threw up and popped my blood vessel in my eye. What? <laughs> yeah. So the first time I got, I blacked out. Um, that that's where we went. We went to a kickback. <laughs> we went to a kickback. This nigga had a bar in his house, and he had fucking. This is the first time I had like um. Um, alcohol infused gummies. Mm. He had mixed double shots, oh. and that's when I was heavy on cranberry vodka. Mm-hmm. That was like my drink of choice. Okay, he I drank some of that. I was <laughs> fucked up, and we were supposed to go to the club. And I'm like, I'm going to the club. They're like, You're not going to class. I'm going to the club. So from I don't remember anything past that point. My roommates told me that um I was in the club banging on the table. And like, this is my shit. They said I was just acting a fool and we had to leave. And they also tried to lock me in my room. They said I tried to run out. It was like, I was like, well, this what happened. All I remember is I woke up and I had like my underwear on. I said, what's going on? Why am I in my underwear? They're like, Shania, you said take your clothes off. So we just made sure you were comfortable, but <laughs> we left you there. I was like, oh, okay. And they put the, um, my, um, trash can on my bed. I do remember like, waking up and it was just like force and i was throwing up i woke up this whole side was red Mm. so the pressure i guess for me throwing up popped my blood vessel in my eye so um so when i woke up i said yo what the fuck happened what what the fuck happened to my eye and they came gave me the rundown of um that night and i was like wow so i was going to school and I wore a bang. <laughs> and this girl in class was like, I guess she got a glimpse of my eye. I can't remember how she got a glimpse of my eye. But she's like, oh, my God, wipe your eye. I said, oh, I, I popped my blood vessel um, when I was drinking. She's like, you know what she said? Oh, I didn't know you was you drank and stuff. But everybody thinks that about me, you know. Everyone <laughs> says that. Everyone's like, you know, think I'm like the good girl, whatever. But um, that is so funny. Yeah, I really did pop my blood vessel. But yeah, I look crazy. I look like I got into a fight. It was literally red, and it was it was like that for a good like two weeks. Jeez. That's crazy. So I had a bang for two weeks. Oh my goodness! I don't want to ask me no questions. Right, right. I had to wear that bang. It's right. like man, it was kind of embarrassing. But I was like, man, I, mean, I sound like I had a good night. So. Yeah, <laughs> now it's embarrassing. We always mm-hmm. like, dang, you probably look a little crazy. Yeah, it was fun. No, for real, that was crazy. I don't know. I told y'all that. No, I don't know if I had any other. It was another blackout moment, but y'all recorded me. He did. He showed me at uh, what's his face now, um, house, in the bathroom. 
I gotta find it. I'll show y'all another time. <laughs> but I can count. Listen, I can count on my hands how many times. Okay, I have been fucked up. So it has not surpassed my hand. So like, <laughs> I remember every moment that I was bla- I had blacked out. I mean, I probably if I blacked out, I probably remember. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't remember. All right, y'all. This has gone to the other topics. So you have down for Kimmy and Kanye, Kim mm-hmm. K, and Kanye West. I read. Um, I guess he was saying she was trying to kidnap the baby at the baby sh- at the, uh, her birthday party, and she had security on him. And then his post also said that he had to take a test because she tried to say he was on drugs. And then he po- she posted about how. Oh, and he mentioned the TikTok. So he said that what if, what he's the first time he's been divorced. What does he do if his daughter is on TikTok without his consent? And she responded something around the lines like, "She's let her daughter do it with adult supervision, but he's creating this whole other scenario and making the co-parenting a lot difficult." I think it's a lot in the whole situation, though. But it's like, for me, the thing that came to mind was just like, okay, in co-parenting, well, because me and someone were having a discussion about this, and it was like, how much do you feel like a dad has control in a situation when maybe people are going through a divorce, or if you're in a co-parenting situation, like how much of a say-so? So if, if a father says, I don't feel comfortable with my daughter having a TikTok, should the mother listen to that or should there be a conversation around it if they feel uncomfortable with this or I don't want my daughter dating until she's blah 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 blah. or I don't want whatever but it's like do you feel like there's limits to what a father is able to do when a, when a mother is like you know most of the time going to be the person that's with the children all the time yeah. um I feel like each co-parenting situation is different mm-hmm. um whether it's we're not going to give the women the upper hand too because there's some men out here that have to deal with a certain type of female and there's some females out here that have to deal with a certain type of male so i honestly just think how much leeway you give the mom or the dad depends on number one what their situation is like for me i can only really speak for me because everybody i mean the co-parenting thing is very messy um before i put my child in anything i try to like consult her dad and see what he what he Mm -hmm. says and if he disagrees all right cool you can disagree and then we'll talk it out and if i you know i kind of be like if i don't feel like his reasons are not valid then i'll say something but nine times out of ten because he knows the type of mother i am i i he kind of be like okay well if you cool with it then i'm cool with it type thing um but his opinion still does matter yes I guess I don't want to say to a certain extent, but if I would listen to him like, okay, well, I don't understand. Yeah. I'm like, I don't understand why you don't agree. And if, mm-hmm. it, and if he points out something that I don't know, I'm like, you know what? You was right. I didn't look at it like that. Well, then maybe we should right. do X, Y, and Z. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I mean, also too, that stuff gets messy because if you had kids with someone and depending on what trauma you went through the relationship, co-parenting ain't as easy. Mm-hmm. Cause some people don't know how to look past it and realize that it's about the person that didn't ask to be here so mm-hmm. exactly and that's what i feel like in this situation like i'm not a parent or anything but i just feel like kanye and you know i love kanye i'm team kanye but in this situation i feel like he kind of like wrong he just wants some attention i you feel know, like at this point he's, do- he, for, he's, he's doing, doing the most mm-hmm. and it's like you're making her uncomfortable you're making it uncomfortable for everybody you keep going to social media and you're putting stuff out and it's just like it's very maybe you need to fall back for a second get yourself he's bitter together. that's all yes. because and you was lily in wyoming now you're back in la like yeah I think now you're taking a step to try to fix your marriage it's like mm-hmm. i don't understand i mean i don't think she like, ever wanted a divorce i mean yeah but that was part that's i guess she didn't really go into detail but i know that's part of the reason too it's like he's living they don't live together right and he's he bought a home across the street right, or down the street from so her now extra. it's like what that is weird but we also okay we well, are dealing with people that's got but no 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 i don't even know if that's weird 
Okay. The, okay. It's the not weird that it, he's close to his kids. No, well, that's not. I'm, I'm, I'm saying say, the fact that he was living in another state for so long and now wants to be close. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he could saying be I want to be close to my kids, but I don't know with co-parenting. It does be. It's nice if they're close because when you got to make you know, them damn 40, 30 minutes and then have to get on a plane. I think it's good to be close when you're co-parenting because you're not in the house. So. Mm-hmm. You need to be close, like you. Like I said, you have to be. Close. Like I don't know. It's no, like, I mean, wait, pause. No, you need to be close. No, you don't, <laughs> because not every co-parenting situation is the same. Yeah. So you can't say y'all need to be close. But my thing is, I don't feel like you have to be close to me, but we do have to have some kind of form of communication. Now that what they're talking about, if they're not on, like the reason why he got close. Well, I don't really. Nobody wait, really knows well, why you got close. Wait, on, wait. Well, let's just go to the close part. The close part. How far do you feel like a dad should be from their kid? That's, or a mom? It's, but that's not it. I can't answer that question because honestly, it's situational. Everything is situational. You can't. I can't mm-hmm. tell you my mom and dad yeah. should be fi- 15 miles apart or 30 miles apart. Plus, because like, are they going to stop their life? To Oh, I can't move to another state. You yeah, know, I mean, like. I, I mean, if you're. If if, if, if her dad called me right now. I, I, and I'm like, really being so personal in a situation. You cannot leave me. And this baby by myself. <laughs> Period. You have to be within a certain amount At radius. The point that you, uh-uh. No. And, but if you... So we that know somebody that you, like this. Somebody we worked with was in the situation, and her baby daddy was like... We, we, oh. we could cut this out or whatever, but still, like, I'm just like... That's hard on a woman. Like, for you not to have... I understand if you... So do you feel like that needs hard. to be... I guess I can, I guess I'm just trying to see it as like I do see it being hard on a woman if she's the one that's having the child uh solely by herself and the guy moves out of state. It it does become difficult if y'all don't have like a plan like hey the baby's going to come see you once a month or something like that. It's a lot of responsibility on you now because this person took their chance to try to do something with the career. They took a job somewhere else, but also too, are you going to really stop no, you your career? Or what if you meet somebody and they get a job at a different state? Cause I know people who move to another state for their new, their husband or wife or whatever. So it's like, co-parenting it, is messy. Like you said, it's, it's so messy. messy. And it's like every, like you said, every situation so is different and they just got to find a common ground in it and just put the kid first. Honestly. I mean, I'd be so mad. And if I was a man, I'd be mad. Somebody took my kid away too. I mean, I pissed the fuck off. Like yeah. both sides have the right to be mad. Like, yeah, I mean, it's a know, very, it's, it's a tough so, situation. That's why people you know, have mm-hmm. to honestly think before they do certain things. But then it's also hard because things can be going. Actually, no. <laughs> a, you already kind of know what person you're dealing with prior to getting kids because people are like oh girl he changed after kids no motherfucker you changed and you had a kid and you realized that you weren't going to go for certain things right that's what changed it ain't he didn't change the relationship was always there yeah having a kid and taking i can see how people maybe say it changed right because like you get this kid and they first come like your whole atten- your whole life existence y'all host relationship is making sure that individual is taken care of and they're good mm-hmm so I can see at that point how they changed, but y'all already kind of knew how y'all were prior to bringing that other right. person in. Whether you want to accept it, mm-hmm. disagree with it, you kind of already knew no. to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, it could possibly go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I can say for sure, mm-hmm. I guess the added pressure, you want to be good, him want to be good. And sometimes I feel like people forget how the men might feel because they feel like the woman carried the baby. She going through all this. But I mean, men make transitions too. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Co-parenting is different. Um, I just, every, like it's co-parenting to me is just kind of like a, a touchy subject because it brings out past trauma. It brings out traumas. Mm-hmm. It brings out certain things. And so. And it takes a minute for y'all to get there. Yeah. It takes time and, and working so like. Much, but then you got to think about the damage that you have to go through to yeah. get to the point that you're good. So it's really, it's just a lot. That, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice if it was, I mean, but you got some that break up and they're like, hey, we're good. We're friends. We're going to be good and stuff like that. I don't yeah. Know. I think that would be like, my, so nice. My, my sister's co-parent situation, I love to see it. Like they both moved on into different, into new relationships. And my nephew loves the new, the new, the newbies <laughs> that yeah. added to it. And it's just a beautiful thing to see them working together and talking and communicating. And it's just like, this is nice. And then we also took it a step further be like, Okay, even though he's 
the you know even though my nephews with you that weekend y'all can still come because this is his cousin and they Mm -hmm. both still came to the party so it's like you want to feel you want everybody to feel included like you don't have to just drop him off y'all can be there too like you are still part of family and i think that's one of the things um one of the things that he said was like oh i don't feel comfortable coming because i don't know if i feel part of the family it's like you're always gonna be part of family you are my nephew's dad okay mm-hmm. so just just know that everyone's invited it was included and i just love to see how they, they're trying to make this work no that's like amazing mm-hmm. to be able to get to that yeah it, it just takes a long it takes a long time it does <laughs> i think a lot yeah. of times when you i think sometimes you have emotional attachments to the parent and i think that's why sometimes it don't work because you're bitter about the relationship mm-hmm. yeah and sometimes you're, and you're not thinking about like literally because it's like I don't understand. Like, if you don't like this person no more, you don't want to be with them no more, and you still feel like they're a decent parent, and they feel the same way about you, why can't y'all just get along? Hey, right. That that would, that would be the easy <laughs> way, but sometimes not like that because you like she like you're saying you're bitter about the relationship. So for a while you're focused on that, whether y'all get back together, mm-hmm. then now you want to be uh, spiteful or whatever. And now you're not thinking about the kid. What if people went to therapy to break up? Yeah, make you sure know, it's a clean You know, break. I was thinking about that. I really was going to ask my therapist, like, so do you, when you have sessions with people, do you tell them, like, you know, you don't think this is going to work or do you really try to make situations work? Like, I wonder how they how they do that. Like, do they say, you know what, this is not, y'all two together is not going to work or are they, their job is really trying, trying to keep it work, it, make yeah. it work? What's I want answer? Huh? What was her answer? Oh, no, I'm going to ask her when oh, I go Monday. Oh, okay. I thought you said you asked her. <laughs> no, I want to know what she was going to say. No, I was thinking about this uh, literally. I think I was thinking about it yesterday. Because, like, does, do therapists say that? Like, y'all need to break up? Like, do they do that? I feel like it's depending on what counseling you're going to. Like, if you're going to them for, like, marriage counseling yeah. and stuff like that, they'll be like, okay. But if you're genuinely going to, like, okay, if you to go to your therapist on. and you be like, hey, I really want to work on this. I don't think she would discourage you. She might say mm-hmm. some things, but she ain't gonna be like, this ain't gonna work. No. Now, if you came to her like, hey, we need to break up. We need to talk these things out because we got a kid involved. Then she'd be like, okay, yeah. Exactly. So I think but, it's about, about what you want yeah. out of it. And then I think sometimes I think it depends on how many times. Like, or how fucked up the conversations is and her in front of yes, her face. And she's like, like, yeah. And she feel like every time you come to me, you have an issue. She'll be like, well, how about y'all just revisit maybe, this later? Yeah, y'all need to mature. Like, nice way. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do yeah, some individual you know, sessions. She do some individual sessions. Because she, she'll say that we need individual work. So that's why I go by myself. They say that you need to be healthy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Maybe this isn't the, right the healthiest. They, they yeah. say the word healthiest relationship. Right. <laughs> she gets me when she says, like, when I tell her, when I say my concerns, she'll be like, well, what if, um, how she say it? She's like, well, what if that doesn't change? How long are you willing to wait? Right. And all this stuff. Like, she, she's like, so what's the next? Like, she really had me thinking, like, oh, well, she said, well, what if this, it doesn't happen the way you think it's going to happen? What are you going to do? And I'm like, well, I don't want to say I want to do this, but I really want it. You know, and I'm yeah. just like, well, you really think that's a smart decision? Like, just the way yeah. she asks you. They're they trying to make you think about it yourself. Because yeah, you already, know, you like already know what you want. Right. You already know what you want to do. Yeah. You just want it. You want someone to tell you it makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it feels like. You're like, mm-hmm. but this is, this is this, sense Yeah, that's like, that's like me you. talking. I'm like, all right, why do you pay on yourself? <laughs> <laughs> and then she'd be like why <laughs> tell me <laughs> right so i don't know but no that's a good thing. It, it made me while we're uh, talking about the kids topic um because i listened to you know kiss 104.1 um, with frank ski and he someone called in they have like the group chat and someone called in and said that she recently got engaged to this guy who recently got divorced and the the baby mama be calling at all kinds of hours of the night mm-hmm. and he always go over there to try to deal with the situation because the kids still can't deal with the divorce and the kids it's be telling kids. her that the kids be telling her that oh my parents go get back together and she's like she don't know what to do and a lot of people call in and say you need to get that ring back until he deals with that situation other people are like um well first of all why is she calling at all kinds of hours he got to set that boundary and why are you leaving the house at all kind of hours i said something don't sound right like what the fuck are you going over there for like you can say hey i'll talk to the kids i'll take them out talk to kids then but it's like why are you running over there at whatever kind of hour of the night to try to deal with your kids like it don't make sense she's using the kid to get your ass over there something don't sound right yeah me personally 
being in a co-parenting relationship, knowing that I have a baby daddy, he got a baby mom, whatever. Mm-mm. She, the only way, like, if your kids is on, like, having a fever, she, you know, it's an emergency, something like that, that'd be the only time. But other than that, she need to tell them to go to bed. And you can talk to your dad tomorrow at a reasonable hour. Boundaries. Exactly. So, I mean, because I'm even if Ari woke up and she wanted, okay, great. You want your daddy. You'll see him on the day that you see him. And right. that's it. I mean, right. and, and then also you, you some set in boundary with your kids. Yes. But, and then it's the, the, but sometimes kids, like I always say, like kids are messy. Mm-hmm. And because <laughs> they, they she might, said it was 13 and nine. So mm-hmm. they're old enough to be messy. So you mm-hmm. like what they, they might be projecting on um the parents what they want. Mm-hmm. So you also have to at some point check your kid and be like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. There's a certain respect that you need because that's an adult at the end of the day. Right. That's exactly what he said. Them kids don't respect her. Mm-hmm. She don't got a good relationship but with he, them. The daddy need to put his foot down. He got to put his. And that's what it always comes down to. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I guess women are really good at setting boundaries sometimes. But like for men, it's like it seemed kind of hard. Like even when you say certain things like this, make it seem like setting boundaries is such a issue. It's like, no, it's a time and a place for all that. So I don't know that we was having a field day where he's like, well, she can't. We going together. We going to deal with it together. <laughs> but yeah. That's what I would say, too. Like, I'll, you're not going there by yourself. I'm going with you. Too. And then, But it's also like I'm not I'll come with you. But also, are they dead? Are right. they like? Are they? I mean, I'm serious. Like, are they about to like? Is they? Do they have a high fever? Mm. Or did somebody fall and break a neck? Like something like that. But if it's a if it's an attitude that your child has, then no, I'm not getting out my bed at 2 a.m. to go handle your child's attitude. If you feel like that's something you need to do, then I think you should stay over there and make sure that they don't have any more attitudes. Right. <laughs> See, what if all the men could just get all these girls together to live together? Did we be sister wives? <laughs> Right now, what if it is have harmony? Y'all have a big house. Y'all live on the other house. Matter of fact, having this house with this new lady, I'll be like, uh, nigga, hop your ass on Facetime. Listen, and uh, deal with those emotions. Then here's daddy. He's on Facetime. Cause like when you hear any situation, though, everyone says, everybody says it took a lot of work to get here. It took years. And you had like you said, you had to stop thinking about y'all's issues and think about the kids. Like you said, like I don't know. We're so big on boundaries now. It's just like I have to set boundaries for people. Mm-hmm. You just have to. Like, that's Ooh, not okay. We. Like I, I have my phone. I, my sister texts me. They be talking in the group chat sometimes, but at a certain time of night during the week, my phone goes on silent, mm-hmm. so it doesn't go off. Nothing like that. But I have most. I have most of the people I talk to on emergency. So if they do call me, it'll go through. through. Yeah. But as far as t- if they're doing like if they're coming through the group chat, it's not gonna come through. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's wrong? You're not talking. I said I am chilling, <laughs> watching a movie. So my phone is on silent and I'm not answering it. Right. So I don't. I just feel like sometimes. I mean, it's okay to do that. Like. I, and as I said, it's still on emergency. So if they do call, it's going to come through. If it is an emergency, no one's going to text you. So I just feel like sometimes you just got to shut it down. Unless I was with a murderer and that I could not call you, but I did have my phone to text you. That makes no sense. So you have time to text, but you Life have time. You don't have time sense. to call. Wait, what? It doesn't make it. Listen, because if <laughs> if I'm in the, don't worry about it. Just know that all. So you saying you couldn't call because if he you called, they would have heard your voice. Exactly. So I if she was getting murdered message. and she couldn't call, she could text me. So I wouldn't get her message. Or just, what if I was uh, able to get access to my Apple Watch and I could text with Siri on there and tell you something? Well, honey, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't think I'll be the first one you're gonna text though. I probably did. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I can't text nine one one, bitch. So I would think of somebody that can answer the phone. The I'm the worst person, person to call. Situation. I text my grandma. I'm she gonna respond back. Fast. She gonna respond back to your text. What if she sleep at two a.m. and you kidnap? No, like, that's the first person I'm gonna call, like her or my mama. But if it's like some. My grandma just be up. She be up all night. She just be happy. You know what I'm saying? My mama do. My mama do too. My grandma do too. Like no, my it's crazy because I really am the worst person to call. Because like if I don't know the number, uh. I'm going to look at it and let it go. But <laughs> I'm dead. And if I'm busy, just like I told you, if I'm busy, I'm not going to answer. But people call me when they have emergencies because people remember my number. Okay. Well, An ex has she called tell me. tell what your number my is. Sister, so they can call you. <laughs> my sister has called me. She said it took her 20 times to figure out my number, but she's, my number is the closest she can remember. She called me. 
And I was like, girl, you lucky I answered. Cause she really, she know I don't answer numbers. I don't know. That's what she said. I'm surprised you picked up. I was like, well, yeah. I said, well, this, it seemed kind of weird, but it was a weird time of night. I was like, I don't get like collect calls yeah. this time. So that means somebody's trying to call me. Right. But no, nah, I was like, I'm the worst person to call. But, you know, if you leave a voicemail. <laughs> I'm like, she used my last word. Oh voice I call you back. I'm gonna call my more sister. They are horrible. I I'd be dead if I called them. Yeah, my sister. Sleep sometimes. Too hard. sometimes he might pick up. I don't know. But my grandma, she gonna she gonna pick up. She gonna pick up. Oh, I ain't calling him. I would definitely. If know. I call a number, he don't know. He's not gonna pick up. He gonna. He, I know my person will answer because. <laughs> We okay. really, we really should answer. do that. Yeah. We really should do a test like that. Hell one nah. night, I ain't trying to go to jail playing with y'all. He could be so mad. <laughs> like we should really see, like who, who, whoever's guy picks up wins. Because it's like I'm telling you, he's not gonna pick up. He's like, I don't know what that number is. But probably if I call two or three times, he might pick you up. You got two or three times in emergency. I know, he but gonna <laughs> he ain't gonna pick up. He gonna pick up. He gonna pick that. Oh, you got one time. Oh my gosh! So this one, y'all. This shit crazy. This girl, this shit said, she said, just finished eating a $400 meal at Des Frisco's in my $1,300 coat and $600 boots coming back to my project apartment. But <laughs> like, what? I'm so sick of TikTok. Like, I really just can't even. Del Frisco's is really good, though. <laughs> I don't know what song was playing, but I can't remember what old song was playing, but. He was saying you got a bag that you can't afford. It was I don't know what song it was. What oh I can't remember. It was playing on radio, but he, it, but that is true though. Because I would, I'll be looking at certain. We got to tighten up at the end of the day. Like you spending all that money. She just pretty much said. Well, she said projects. I'm assuming so, she's section eight. So. <laughs> do you so think she no. did it. She did it for the gram. Do you think? So she went about. Wait, she was saying she did that for herself. Well, I don't. I guess that's what she is saying. Like, I guess that's that's how she. You know, that's it. She I finished that eating four dollar meal at Des Fris- Del Frisco in my thirteen hundred dollar coat and six hundred dollar boots, coming back to my project apartment. I still live in the hood. Yeah. Shit, I mean, I guess maybe she feel like is that supposed to make her sleep yeah, if I ain't gonna get out the hood, it's but it's the thought. It's the thought that she's gonna spend all the money and stuff, and you don't think about getting yourself out the project. She's tragic. She's tragic. It's horrible. that's crazy. That's but y'all know what that is? That's that slave shit. <sighs> it is. I, that is like some real nigga shit. That's real bad. It's like, bro, you can't just, you can't spend that shit. I'll be I'll be mad when I do spend a couple hundred on a steak. I'm like, God damn, but you know, it was worth it. It's like, at least the steak was at good. At least you went going back to but your project I ain't going back to no project apartment. I'm going back to my town. I just, <laughs> but I don't spend like that not, ever. Like, as yeah. far as like clothing, right. I'm not spending yeah, $1,400 for no clothes. Mm-mm. Like, I'm not there yet. I don't know. I don't have that type of dispensable money. Right. And I just think it's Stupid talking about you doing that and you going to a project apartment. Like, like, what was she supposed to get a whole bunch of likes? I bet you all the project bitches like, girl, me too. No, it's attention. It has nothing to do with likes. People just want fucking attention. And she probably ain't even go back to no damn project apartment. She just writing that shit to get attention. She retarded. Like, she probably lying about the damn. The coke could be a knockoff. retarded. (laughs) (laughs) That probably was fucking regular fucking Ruby Tuesday steak. You right. You don't know she was at uh, the Frisco. So fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch is trolling. Okay, we got. <laughs> She's trolling. Why would you post that shit? Oh, like, no. You thirsty? Anyway, no. And, <laughs> no, that shit's stupid. <laughs> that was a lot. That it's was not a even lot. a good representation of mm. yourself. Why would you even post that? That's Black horrible. people love that shit. Like, how dumb can I look today? Hmm. The how dumb and thirsty can I look today? <laughs> That shit looks what? Really stupid. No. Oh my gosh. Hell no. Yeah, so this um <laughs> Oh, this okay, yeah, I'm gonna say that another. This one just popped up. So this gospel singer, Kiara Shirt, she told Page Six that when her girlfriends come to visit, she makes them stay at a hotel to keep them away from her husband. Her husband ain't worth for them if she can't trust her. She people. said, um when I wrote it, okay. She. This is what she said. My mama has already told me don't have too many people around your house. I don't care how good you trust them or whatever it is. I'm very mindful and careful. I would buy a friend a hotel room before I let them stay at my house. 
And she also said, am I supposed to let them into my home? Because we as believers, we believe that what we have, we are supposed to share with others. But I am not sharing my man. Since I'm not sharing my man, I have to be cautious with everything else that I share as far as with him being there, too. I think it's a, such a thing as boundaries. Some friends don't know that balance and can't understand the balance. Okay. So I agree and disagree. Okay. Number one, if you had a real friend, they was already going to offer to stay at a hotel anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's up to you to be like, oh, no, girl, come here. Mm-hmm. And she know you got a husband. Ain't no real friend really going to feel comfortable being at your house anyway. With your husband. husband because she feels like she got a sense of herself. And, you know, it's just a certain way that you have to handle yourself around your friend's a husband, boyfriend, or whatever. No, that's, that's right. a good point. And then I agree with her on a sense of, ye- okay, I agree that you don't want your spouse to feel so close to your friend that they could have access to your friend, but it is important for them to have some type of relationship. But again, we go back to boundaries. So if you set, if you and your friend have certain boundaries and respect for each other, that wouldn't even be a question, you know, mm-hmm. like, you should be able to trust them they would i don't know it's, it's weird i, I mean, I mean I, and then when you're grown-ass women you just you want your own space anyway exactly. yeah exactly. yeah exactly even First, though there's another room up there the, yeah it's, it, it, you I'll, want I'll, your, I'll, go ahead go ahead i'll, I'll, wait. I'll wait um my thought behind this is um i don't think she's wrong yeah i don't she's think she's doing. wrong at all that's not how i would operate my shit but i don't necessarily feel like she's wrong for how she's saying like this is the boundaries that me and my friends have I don't like that. I don't want random, you know, not random, but my friends walking around the house in their pajamas or just being in this space with my man in this close way. You're my friend. Mm-hmm. You're not his friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never know. And I think just, I mean, she might be a little, um, well, as as far I, as what I would say, I, I feel like she's going to be overprotective, overbearing. Yeah, she has some trust issues. She definitely but does. But this yeah. will help her cope with her shit then okay yeah, yeah, she paid for the hotel right yeah. yeah see i I agree with her reasoning but i didn't agree how she explained her reasoning i right. guess i'm gonna just say that yeah I, I guess my first thought is for me as far as when it comes to sharing my home it depends on how close my i am with my friends mm-hmm. like y'all y'all know y'all are welcome here mm-hmm. but if it's like a distant friend or so i don't just invite people to stay at my home mm-hmm and I only if I go out of town and it's a family member and I've been to their home and I know their spaces, you know, they can accommodate me. I'll go. There's been a time I've gone out of state and stayed at somebody's home and accommodations wasn't like they made it seem it was. And that's why I was like, no, nah, we ain't staying nobody house no more. We getting out hotel. Um, but I don't like I, I, I agree with her. I don't open my you know, open our home to anybody. Mm-hmm. It just, it does depend on how close I am with those friends, how much I do trust those friends. And I get what she's like, oh, well, you know, I don't trust nobody, whatever the case may be. But no, there's a line there. There's people, yeah, I trust, but I don't base it off of whether they're going to get to my man. I don't base no. it off of that. Mm-hmm. I don't base it off, oh, yeah, no. they have access to my man. I don't think about it that way because if you trust your man, yeah, you shouldn't have this issue to begin with. I mean, yeah, but temptation is a motherfucker, whether you trust no, him or not. I get, right. And, and that, that's what I'm saying. I have you think, to, yeah. You still, I get, I get her yeah, logic. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like how she explained yeah, it. It just, just seemed, it came from a very insecure. It feels like that. My but I think it just, Territorial. I think it feels like an insecure comment because nobody really would say this out loud. Like, I don't feel comfortable with my man around my friends. Like, mm-hmm. it sounds crazy. Like, to me, because mm-hmm. I don't to never a certain feel ex- that way. Well, to a certain extent, like, because your friends had never made you feel uncomfortable. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's why you don't feel that way. Yes. You don't feel that way until you get or you know then, your yeah. have any type of experiences exactly. with other Then people. you might be un- uncomfortable. And then at that point, once you see that, then you be like, hold on, wait, damn, have I missed stuff? Because mm-hmm. people people do base a lot of stuff off of things they've witnessed or mm-hmm. things that have happened to them. You, yeah, and you never mm-hmm. really know what somebody is thinking in their head. Like they could be I could be looking at you and John like, "Damn, I really like the way he treats her." Or you know, mm-hmm. I'm just saying or like, "Oh, I really like the way." Right. Jay, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you never know what like, yeah, Exactly. Right. That's so, why I don't really it's not what I would say, but I yeah. do get what she's saying. Yeah, I completely understand what I'm saying. Never. You got to do like she said, <laughs> she gets setting her yeah. boundaries and she got to do what works for her relationship. Right. So and you just have if you her friend, you got to understand that. Mm-hmm. You, like I said, a real friend was going to already go stay at a hotel anyway. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It's like, don't make plans to just stay at me. It's just a lot that comes with that, you know, because like it depends on who stayed. But it's a lot that comes with that. It's like, I got to feed you too. 
Well, I'm trying to think. If I stay somewhere, <laughs> it depends on if I'm coming by myself or if mm-hmm. I'm coming with my man. But if you're coming yeah. by yourself, I think you would. Well, okay, I would so if you're still as my damn friend. First off, I'm gonna start. I'm, I'm coming by myself. I'm gonna ask my friend first. Period. Well, going forward, I'm gonna be like, can you send me a picture of where I'll be sleeping? <laughs> I'm telling you, we went up there and we had, they said, oh, we got to play, we got a room for you to sleep in. And it was a fucking twin air mattress. Right. What the fuck? It was just you guys? No. No. I mean, oh Oh my gosh. Yes. It was not, it was not really good accommodations, but I know it was trying to be nice about it, but it was really awful. Like I I would not say, I would, I would, I, I have a queen air mattress. Okay. You gonna be good. I right. used to have an actual bed, but I was like, no, if I put a bed there, that means people could stay here. Mm-hmm. So I got rid of that and used it for other purposes. Mm-hmm. But no, like for real, like I really need you to show me what the fuck I'm going to be sleeping. If I want, I want to decide if I'm going to be okay with that. Don't say you got a room and a bed set up and I ain't never been to your place and I don't know how that's going to look. No, that don't make me feel good at all. <laughs> I would never say no, no, no. Twin no, no. I was like, what the fuck is this? It was right. terrible. It was terrible. That I didn't sleep good that crazy. whole trip. Mm-mm. Oh, Lord. No. So I get that. But get I, I, would, I would ask my friend, though. Mm-hmm. Every time. Like, if I live, like, I have a friend that lives in Texas. If I'm going with my significant other, my friend, I'm not going to ask her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but if I'm by if myself, myself yeah. I'm say, girl, I'm coming. Da, 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 For real, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, then it's up to her to say yes or no. Yeah. Yeah, because like, I've done that. Yeah, I've, when I travel myself and someone lives in that state, I stay with them. But she also pluralized and said friends. But yeah. I guess she didn't mean it, at one none time. None of y'all allowed in her house. She said none well, of y'all. she not in her house at all? They must be she thick. She said, yeah, she, well, you can't sleep there. Um, I don't know. She's, they must be thick. <laughs> I mean, she not, okay, I'm not going to go talk about, I'm not body shaming. <laughs> she don't look bad. She's, you know, never, yeah. never mind. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what what's next? <laughs> oh my god, I don't know if y'all want to talk about it. this. Can be our last topic for me in this one. This one is apparently this is show right, and it's called Blue Therapy, and basically it's a show. Um, what do you say? It's basically you get a chance to be a fly on the wall into the lives of two young couples and all the millennial trappings that threaten them to threaten to impact their relationship. So in this scene, basically, he don't want to have sex with her. Hmm. He doesn't <laughs> want to have sex at all. Yeah. So y'all, I'll have to put this clip in for y'all. When last did you fuck me? Do you really want to go there? Please, no, answer the question. Do you remember? Because I don't. Uh, I'll tell you. How can I be in the same house touching myself? With a boyfriend in the same house with me. Okay, no, Denise, Denise, I've got this, I've got this, I've got this. Okay. Let's just hear what Paul's got to say. All right, babe? Babe? I love you. 20, you've touched me. When I come home from work and I see my girlfriend, right, when I just see her, I'm happy. That's love to me. That's enough for me. But at the same time, why do you feel like you need me inside of you 247 before you can feel love? I don't feel like I need you inside me 247, but I'm not wood. Okay, okay, okay. I'm a woman and I find you attractive and I would like to have sex with you once in a while. Even if it's once a week, babe, because we don't do. So, like, how do y'all feel like being with a man that doesn't want to have sex all the time? I do not feel that at all. <laughs> I have never felt that in my life. Mm. Never. Look, the lazy side of me, like, after getting out to work and dealing with Ari, I'm like, that don't sound too bad. But then she <laughs> said, could you be tired, man? So I was like, oh, okay, he wants to say that. I agree. But then he kept talking, and I was like, eh, he I give mean, me gay vibes. No, I would think, if okay. He want me gay. The fact that she, okay, He's the fact that. that she's the one that's complaining, they, they, yeah, their roles are flipped. It's very different because mm-hmm. usually it's the other way around. That's mm-hmm. what I'm so what that's why I'm like, about? I've never had that issue from the man's side. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Ever. I was all on her side, so she was like, "They don't even do it once week." I was like, "Dan ain't got what week." She said, "When's the last time you fucked me?" And I was you know, I'm not what. <laughs> what? He said, he said "When he sees her, he gets happy, and that does enough." I'm, that motherfucker gay. He's yeah, just he's something's something. wrong there. It's like, 
I don't know. I don't know. Like when I see yeah. her, I want to pounce. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't understand how you can see your woman and she look good. Like how you can see her and not be like, oh my God, I want to have sex with her. Like how can you not want to have that? It's it's an intimacy I mean, either part of their relationship. Like woman or like she said, he could be Something not going into on. women. He's titter-totting somewhere. But he could, he could yeah. be. He's getting it from he somewhere else. He might yeah. what else he has going on. Maybe, maybe she he might, just he never might heard. mentally just be in a different headspace. Yeah, and maybe he might be focused on himself right now. You know, yeah. sometimes men do go through that. I don't know if it's always been like that. Maybe not. And then we take it offensive. and yeah. then, But it's really like, no, I'm really going through something. But they don't really know how to voice it. You're right. Yeah. It's like, I'm not feeling like doing it. Sometimes that shit really be I real mean, but He's still reassuring her that she pretty. Mm-hmm. I mean, so what? She pretty. And shit. she's like, fuck me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe her... I that, don't know. Yeah. There's so I, many things. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, I don't understand because you're right. It's it's really... It's rare that it's a guy that's not wanting to have sex all the time. And it's like, dang, like... He definitely gave me female vibes during that interview. Bip. Bip. <laughs> yeah, Look at me. Look at me. I'm like, he about to get beat up when he get home. <laughs> no, she was very good. She looks like a woman that has sexual frustration. Oh, she is angry. Her hand compared is to tired. him, she is very. This angry. is so funny because I was watching this. Uh, I saw this caption on this podcast, like the title. It was on a Joe Budden podcast, but basically, he was like, "Horny women are so aggressive." Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's like I think maybe the higher your sex drive is as a woman, the more aggressive your ass. Right? Is. Yeah. And this lady right here, she needed a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she definitely needs to she go. She needed a lot. She's saying that shit. She needed. That's crazy though. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh, they went on a whole show about it, so it's got to be serious. Yeah, I kind of want to see what happens. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to look into what it. Cha- what channel is that though? It's it some- said it was YouTube. It's so something YouTube. called Blue Therapy. It said two couples, so I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to look into that. Maybe we get some stuff off of there. Yeah, let's see. But no, that's crazy. I just that's just really rare. I need to hear his <laughs> reasoning and his logic. <laughs> right. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. So uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. 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 Made to talk. <laughs>